0: Case Study 0014, Three-Headed Shark Attack, with host of Dead Rabbit Radio, Jason Carpenter. The world's greatest killing machine is three times as deadly when a mutated, three-headed, great white shark threatens a cruise ship. As the shark eats its way from one end of the ship to the next, the passengers fight the deadly predator using anything they can find. Jason how are you doing
1: I'm doing great I'm doing really really good Mm. thank you for having me on the show here
0: no it's all my pleasure you uh you've been an influence and uh I I have so much good vibes for you I love you so thank you yeah of course um what were your first thoughts about this movie
1: just off the the bat uh it's it is I think the perfect asylum film Mm -hmm. I think because it's really, really terrible. But there's so many glimmers of really cool action scenes, really cool dialogue that Asylum used to be really good. I've watched a ton Mm -hmm. of their movies and now they're kind of stuck in this morass of badness. And this movie is the pinnacle of both of those, I think.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like, I feel like they put a lot of effort into this Mm -hmm. movie, good and bad. Yeah. But it wasn't unwatchable i actually Mm -hmm. really enjoyed it and i couldn't stop talking about it over thanksgiving which is probably annoying for some people yeah i had a lot of fun with this movie
1: yes it is and and it is terrible i don't want people listening to this to go oh they're going to have nothing but good things to say about this movie that's boring Mm, it's awful but it's great (laughs) at the same time
0: in the best ways it's awful yes so it starts off with some guy some like some bro walking down the beach and he's like sup ladies to all the bikini clad ladies <laughs> and you're like oh that guy's gonna die probably he does something where it's like hey large breasted woman if i make it out to this buoy then yes um,
1: <laughs> you have to <laughs> you go have skinny to... dipping yeah. yes
0: <laughs> now i
1: i have to flex on you a little bit here tressa because Please. i saw the director's cut of this movie was it it it, much longer it had nudity and cussing you'll notice throughout the movie they keep going this is we got to get the shot out of here and you're like what (laughs) asylum movies they yeah they very rarely cuss they have almost no nudity but i Mm -hmm. watched this on netflix with of course with my mom and my little brother because we watch these bad movies together and that opening scene the sex scene on the beach she's topless Mm -hmm. The blonde yeah. woman takes her top off, and later on, one of the scientists in the <laughs> research center, Persephone, has a shower scene. So it's maybe, like, only three minutes longer, but it's three minutes of boobs. It's so bizarre.
0: <laughs> okay, I rented this movie. I did not know it was on Netflix. And I think that I, I watched it with closed captioning, probably mm-hmm. on Tubi or something. And they didn't edit out the swears. Yeah, yeah. then they did do the dialogue as this is shot. Yes, you're like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> it's not, not
1: on Netflix anymore. I checked it cuz I wanted to um, make sure to compare it, but yeah, it, the original version was lots of boobs in the beginning.
0: Man, I missed you, out. You
1: missed it. That's what you you slept on it. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I was there in the beginning. I saw a shark attack. But yeah, the whole that was surprise I mean, I know we go in order, but um what did you think about the man who swam out to the buoy? His ultimate fate. How did you feel about that?
0: Uh I remember he showed up, but I don't remember what happened to him in the end. He was like insane at this point he was
1: insane it's the weirdest (laughs) character development it's valid
0: though you watched everyone you know die I love
1: this movie because Mm. it constantly surprises you yes the movie starts off with them on the island the big-breasted girl is offered the challenge there's a sex scene there's a bunch of people standing three in a line when the shark attacks (laughs) it can eat all three of them it's constantly just three <laughs> people standing next to each other like nutcrackers. No. I was
0: just going to say, hands down, my favorite deaths in, these movie, in this movie was yeah. when there were three people standing next to each other and the shark would come up and jump on top of them and eat them head down. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that so much. And then
1: they never show him go back into the water, like even though all of his <laughs> noses would have been broken because he's coming down to like 30 miles an hour on top of... Three humans.
0: Yeah, and there's a one part where he goes and does the green pe- the fake Greenpeace guy and yes, the guy's yes. standing in like two feet of water and he yes. the-, the shark goes like fifty feet in the air comes down and he's fine it's
1: fine he's, yeah it's fine. yeah the shark it's never fine. gets injured did you ever see two headed shark attack <gasps>
0: no I I uh, these this movie <laughs> made me realize that. Asylum is in deep with sci-fi. Like I knew about Z Nation and Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't I wasn't aware that they were so in deep with sci-fi.
1: So do you know do you know how why they're like that? No, so, why? Sci-Fi set out this this precedent back in the early 2000s and they said if you shoot a movie for under 2 million dollars, we will give you a million dollars of your budget. So it was allowing companies oh to shoot God. $2 million movies. And Sci-Fi Channel was bankrolling all of this stuff. Now, Asylums just ran to that like wolves on sheep. They, as they should. Yeah, yeah. you're basically getting double the budget. So you could budget your movie for $2 million, but you only had a million. And so Sci-Fi Channel got really unlimited content. No one puts out the amount of... There's not even that many like Disney Channel original movies <laughs> as there are like every year of Sci-Fi Channel stuff. Um but that's yeah gorgeous. So that's gorgeous that's that, that so marriage much. yeah that's that marriage there but two-headed shark attack the whole movie takes place on an island and it's on it's made of sand or it's on a volcano so the island's getting smaller and smaller and the shark is getting closer and closer fairly realistic as far as two-headed shark movies go right
0: they're right of course yeah so
1: this movie starts off and they're on the island and I immediately go oh we're just going to get a repeat the shark's going to be hunting people on the island Right, But after this opening scene, the first six minutes, the the, the uh, bikini challenge or whatever it was, skinny dipping <laughs> challenge, a bunch of people get massacred. All those characters are forgotten. Mm. W- minute seven, we're introduced to 10 new characters. And that blew my mind. Like right there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen in this movie.
0: I You know, I feel like a lot of Asylum movies I've watched lately, they just get right into it. There's Absolutely. no, like, uh, what's yeah. going on here? Nobody cares. Just fucking get to it.
1: Wouldn't Titanic have been a cooler movie if it started <laughs> off with the iceberg just hitting it? I mean, I love, I love Titanic for what it is, but you could also make a really lean hour and a half.
0: Oh, well, have you seen Titanic 2 by the Asylum?
1: I have, yeah.
0: Oh, I haven't, but I haven't seen either Titanic movies, so.
1: Really? Well, watch Uh, Titanic 2 first, because that way you don't have any spoilers. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, going back to this guy at the buoy, he's, like, making his way to it so he can see some boobies. And the shark (laughs) is going after him. And uh, the best part about that scene is once he hits the buoy, once he hits home he tags home yeah the shark is like fuck i can't get him now he totally respected base games
1: i thought it was just some sort of sonic attack that would play (laughs) in later because he hit him when it gong and they they actually animated the shark's face to look a little angry he looked perturbed yeah because he got to home base because he got to home base and he has to play by the rules (laughs) so he swam away
0: so yeah everyone dies anyway
1: they all just get massacred
0: yeah it's beautiful
1: and it's not just that they get massacred the director chris ray who's the son of fred Olin ray who's been making low budget films for the past 30 years this is like a second generation filmmaker here Mm -hmm. after this horrible massacre he cuts to a shot of the the guy who wants to see some boobs hanging on the buoy sobbing and then you cut away what a horrible tragedy it's not just like cgi yes. deaths he actually watched his friends get murdered one by one let's get a close-up of him.
0: yes it was brutal it was <laughs> he was going through it he was and, he was and that's what made him go insane it was,
1: Yes, he got to show up later as a golem type character <laughs> insane
0: but you gotta mention also at the end of that scene the shark is not only attacking people he's attacking people on land like he's like slithering his way up the land up the beach that was great i mean at that that
1: point it's funny because they've now established no place is safe from the shark but the problem is the characters have to keep relearning that like we know it (laughs) the characters are constantly like maybe if we stay three feet away from the edge of the boat then we'll be fine and it doesn't work out for him
0: yeah no no i mean no so we the title card sequence, it was beautiful because it's just underwater blood. Yeah. And then it just says three-headed shark attack. And I was just like, beautiful. beautiful.
1: The thing is, you can't, that is the best name for this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. 100, yeah, I was thinking, like, what if we called it Mega Mouth? Well, you don't know what a Mega Mouth is. No. You don't know what a Galapagos... Uh, well, you perhaps, That's a real word. But, like, if I made up some monster name, you'd have to look at the cover. Uh, but three-headed... And it's the sequel to Two-Headed Shark Attack. For So for fans like me who are invested in the Shark Attack universe, I mean, I was sold. I was Yeah, in. absolutely. Yeah.
0: I could see them going, if it was a standalone movie, I mean, you can't do it because it's not... But I could see them going in some like messagey way, like Trash Island or something. This oh, is you all mean about for trash oh,
1: oh for so a title? The whole movie is about <laughs> trash. Don't, I mean, that is a dry, That is another character in the movie should be the trash Cat.
0: Yes, it's like and New the, York in a Woody Allen movie.
1: The trash, which is it is the it's it's a location, <laughs> and it's funny because the first time they mention it, it's so offhanded. They're like, "Oh, we're." here to study the trash patch. And then the next 10 minutes is dedicated to the trash patch. Like a literal, like there is a, we were given a tour of a facility. Yeah. People are watching a bank of monitors. That's just the trash patch. Like that's a guy's job. It's great. I love this <laughs> yeah. movie. I love it. Uh, me too. It's so great. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I'm
0: not familiar with surfing. I've never surfed, but when you wear a wetsuit, is it normal to wear absolutely nothing? Uh, the waist like she took off her wetsuit she's like yeah I'm gonna get ready and she's like got no shirt on but she's got like pants or bikini bottoms or something on and I thought that was hilarious like I see what you're doing here and I appreciate it
1: that was the other nudity scene it was oh yeah yeah it was totally that was obvious Super gratuitous. I mean, the talk about gratuitous nudity, if you can cut it out, that's the definition of gratuitous. It was just, so I don't know either. I-, I did appreciate the director's vision, but I don't know <laughs> if that is correct. If you wear, I would assume you wear clothes underneath the wetsuit. But...
0: I mean, at least I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Yeah. But at the same time, she's doing this, she's getting a video call f- from somewhere, and I'm like, is this like a two way video call? In the because room? he watches Cause... her. <laughs> There's disgusting. a scene
1: where they just cut to him and he's not saying anything uh-huh. and then they cut back to her. So I was wondering that too. Was he able to.
0: He's just leering at a yeah. scientist because. Men, am I right?
1: You know, that would have been fine if that character came into play later and that was our first introduction to how terrible of a person he is. Right. But it's just some random it's some random operator from AT&T just like sitting there. Super <laughs> bizarre.
0: He's reception, who cares? Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Awful. Say
0: so, um I guess we meet we, we meet an intern. Okay, fine. And then we meet uh this Greenpeace offshoot that I don't remember the name of. Yeah, first maybe something like yeah, yeah. Earth
1: first, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: (laughs) Half of them, the men are look, they're fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the woman I noticed is filthy. Like she looked like she crawled through a sewer to get there. She looked disgusting.
1: (laughs) She looked like yeah, they just escaped Area Fifty One with a hybrid. (laughs) And now they're on to the next mission. I watching this movie you could tell the director how to type because the <laughs> women all have long necks and like clavicles. Very, very pronounced. Which I'm not and knocking Phoenix. that. I, I, oh, yeah, no. I'm a fan of the Cardassian look as well, but it's they just have that look. You can tell the director's like doing the auditions and being like, It's you. <laughs> let's get you in this movie. I just call through crawl through a swamp. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, let's get you in here. <laughs> She and looks speaking moist. of which,
0: she did look moist. Yeah. She looked kind of gross. I got to say, but I have to also mention in the type area, it took the scientist who was the only one wearing a white t-shirt to get that white t-shirt wet i expected that to happen way sooner
1: yeah I and, and i think we've actually jumped the gun here because the listeners don't realize we're in persephone right now we're in like Christ. eight story deep underwater facility built next to the trash patch like this is a brand new set they're not like well it's funny because they show like a a building that looks like a tourist building with a special door in it. And then they go inside and then all of a sudden it's this sci-fi futuristic base.
0: Okay, but the building, it looked like an outhouse. It looked like a cabana is what it looked like it with base. Yeah, it
1: looked like a cabana. And the, <laughs> sec, a, the second with... they're walking through it, it looked like a community college, like the hallways... <laughs> We're not an underwater pressurized facility. It was your local uh, community college.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand that it was an eight story deep, insane, crazy technological thing. It just looked like a best Western lobby. It and did. With like submarine doors.
1: Yeah. And I wasn't sure if it doubled as a submarine or.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they do keep, sh- they give us a tour. They actually have like a promotional video and they take us around and show us the specimens room to say. Yes.
0: And it was like a real tour. The scientist lady was like giving us all this information. It was. And I totally like glazed over because I would do the same thing at a tour of a facility. Much the same. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I have no idea what she said. Uh, Do you remember the specimens room?
0: Hell yeah, I do.
1: I loved it because so the actors don't know what they're looking at, right? They just have the actors sit and look at something (laughs) and go, Wow. That's a and then the CGI aquarium. Fill, yeah, the CGI <laughs> fills it in later. So they show, it's amazing. These kids are all either like climate advocates or they're scientists. Okay. None of them are idiots, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. They're looking at this aquarium and you see a fish evolve wings, <laughs> spin around in the aquarium, spear another fish with like this spike and eat it. And then yeah. they cut to this girl going, <laughs> Wow. like that would be a little like you're watching new life appear on the planet like she did had no idea she was going to see that it was ridiculous that's what the trash patch is doing it's causing mutations Mm
0: -hmm. exactly and also what they mention at this part is that every four or fifth specimen they pull out is an anomaly and in my mind the fourth or fifth being every after every single one. That's not yeah. an anomaly. That is now the ranks.
1: <laughs> that's true. That is true. That's like twenty <laughs> no percent. Yes, yes. It's still an anomaly. Fine. That's awesome.
0: Oh, and then Greg and Maggie. I, they like were like, oh, we know each other. We used to date. Of course you did. But um, I was like, once they did that, I was like, they are either going to die immediately or they are going to be the heroes of this movie and.
1: Uh, yes, of course I will they say, are. I will say this: Did you expect the people to die in the order they died?
0: Uh, no. But I never ever put any sort of uh anything on that i'm i never clue into any of this stuff i can watch the most obvious m night Shyamalan movie and be yeah. like,
1: what the fuck <laughs> wait the village is nowadays <laughs> i pulled that one from watching the trailer i turn on my little brother i go oh it takes place nowadays um this horror movie kept me on the edge of my seat like because at the end of the day three headed shark attack is a horror movie and mm-hmm. i didn't know who was going to die and when no. Like once okay. they started cleaving through that second cast, I was concerned. What were you gonna say?
0: No, I'm glad I'm not the yeah. only one that didn't see that at all. Because it makes yeah. me feel less stupid. But yeah, I didn't I... catch
1: it at all. What were except the what were for the... Maggie and Greg? So it was Maggie Meg
0: and Greg? Maggie was the uh intern and Greg was the dorky not Greenpeace guy.
1: Yeah. I couldn't remember their names. I really, really tried. I do have to say, because, I again, I've watched this two and a half times. <laughs> and when I say this, it you may remember, or you may be like, no, I've already blocked this out of my mind. When Maggie and Greg first meet, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is a very important moment in the film. Maggie mm-hmm. and Greg first meet, Greg, and we learn that they do have a relationship. And they start, they're looking at this aquarium. And she goes, you know, we're not together anymore because our lives took us on different paths. And he says, we both wanted to save the world. Or she goes, we both wanted to save the world. We just had different methodologies to do it. And he goes, and we still ended up in the same place. <laughs> As That happens the rest of the movie. If you watch their characters, he wants to leave. She wants to stay and save people. Oh. The whole movie. But they still end up in the same place. Yeah, that is like screenwriting 101. That was probably like left over from the first draft. Their characters are constantly having different opinions on how, and that pivotal scene, we'll get to it. Mm. Where the boat, where the monster finally attacks the giant boat, there's a pivotal scene with them too and choosing to go different ways. Brilliant movie. Like, there are parts of this movie that are flat out brilliant.
0: I totally agree. It's hard to even pick up on that because it's a three-headed shark movie, exactly. but it is fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you have this moment of brilliance, and then you have a hillbilly walking out going, Oh, a whale? Is there a whale in the water? And then he has the great line when the crew comes up and tells him to get away from the whale. He says, quote, No, it's fine, Professor. We've all kicked it with whales before. <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? And I doubt you ever yeah. did it standing in ankle deep water. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're on a boat around Wales.
0: Ugh. No, I clocked that one too, because he was also filthy. He was the He's only super other ma- <laughs> man from maybe that. Maybe they were a couple.
1: <laughs> I thought he was like a resident of the island. I thought he was a hillbilly. Mm. They came out and they're like, James, James, what are you doing? It's like, why wasn't he on the tour? He was too smelly so gross, he was gross. the girl was gross in a kind of hot way maybe but he was just disgusting he has like stains on his shirt The worst.
0: yeah and why was he not with the other group like he was just at the lookout that looked like why do they
1: need a lookout it's a garbage patch <laughs> they... oh no he that guy littered more
0: uh, oh yeah and right before they go out the door the scientist and, uh, and the intern, no, both scientists, they were like, we got to check this out. And they run out the door and they're like, stay here. And all the interns and the fake Greenpeace guys were like, that sounds like where the action is. Yeah. You need to go check that out.
1: And then they run after him. It's like, what a waste of three seconds of my life. Just everyone (laughs) run down the tunnel together. The movie did that a couple of times. They did it one time and I laughed so hard. (laughs) We'll get to that. I thought it was the best line of the movie, honestly. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. I've got a note that says, dirty lookout is going to get eaten. He did.
1: He did. He eaten got
0: because yeah. the shark got enough force to go, and this was previously <laughs> yes. mentioned, yes. 50 feet in the air, and then dive right on top of him into two feet of water, and it's fine.
1: Totally it's fine. And yep. then and then this is when the movie... So I, the first time I saw this was with my little brother and my mom. Mm-hmm. And this is when the movie... When I said I have no idea what's going to happen, guys, because Persephone, the underwater station where I thought the rest of the movie was going to take place, like Deep Blue Sea, uh, like Deep Blue Sea 2, I thought it was going to be the shark in the facility. Persephone is completely destroyed. The tour we were given is completely useless. They keep cutting to like a guy in his office. They do this several times. There's a shot of a guy in his office like filling up paperwork. There's oh, a blaring. Yeah, Steve from a county. <laughs> and then his room just blows up. And then they had a guy, and that was weird, because I thought, you know how much, when I watch the movie, I'm thinking, they had to spend at least three hours setting up that stunt, and it was not even interesting. And then they have a dude sitting on the toilet. This would be terrifying. This is, again, when I think, this movie's scary. You're sitting on the toilet. Right. You think you're having a bad day at work, right? Your boss is yelling at you over whatever, too many mutants. It's gone up to 20%, mutants in the water. Right. And then you feel the ground rumble.
0: Right. Weird, and the first but thing you're under, do, down.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to flush the toilet. He actually goes and he's trying to hit the button, it won't flush. And then, not just a one headed shark, which would be terrifying <laughs> enough, if you're going to the bathroom, <laughs> but a three headed shark comes out of the floor and eats you.
0: And it blood splatter against the yeah. wall, and all Ugh. it was like, it was like the goonies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What part of the Goonies <laughs> did Chunk get his brain <laughs> smuttered on the wall? Mama Fratelli you know, shoots him. Oh. <laughs>
0: There's that scene where he, uh, one of the jocks was in the country club toilet. And then <laughs> okay, <laughs> there wasn't there. a three-headed shark, but no, basically no, no, it no. was the exact same scene.
1: Didn't they look down there and see the kids?
0: Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Not no, in this movie, in Goonies. That. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, in this one, it was just bloody, bloody mess
0: and then they're okay so now everyone's gathered in the monitor room because I don't know what that room was and there's monitors all over the wall and I don't know what half of them are showing because they don't seem to make sense to me Mm -hmm. like maybe security guard uh, security cameras maybe underground and then there's a
1: map it was like of the trade winds like the map showed Mm -hmm. like the breezes across the globe
0: right like why do you
1: need to know what it's like in Brazil right now it's so Yeah. yeah
0: They just CGI'd, so one
1: of them was like a sonar map. It's a garbage patch. Yeah. (laughs) And so
0: Steve gets it. He's just like, so according to this monitor and this one over here and over here, this is what's going on, and I don't even remember what he said. And then the professor's like, damn it, we don't have time for this, Steve. Like, it's Steve's goddamn fault this is happening. (laughs)
1: Goddamn. I do have to say, I want to make a plea. I want to make my case right now. I want to be Steve. Oh fuck. I if Asylum, listen, if you're listening to this, I will fly out on my Okay, no, I'll make the, you will pay for me to fly out there, <laughs> but I will be that guy. I my dream would be to be in an Asylum film or any sci-fi film. Oh my god. Because you day, imagine day. like sitting that'd be so awesome. They get to play on the beach. They get to go ah <laughs> And then sometimes you just get to sit at a desk and go, are you there? There's fires. It's on fire down there.
0: If you get to be in the same scene with the A, the grade A actor, you just like hang out with them in one room for a day. And that's your job. Yes. Yes.
1: Vivica A. Fox in Aquarium Aquarium of the Dead. dead. I listened to that episode last night. (laughs) It's
0: fun. So now they're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get the fuck out of here. So they all go through their submarine doors and go down docks and stuff. And they're like, where's the boat? And they're all looking out into the water. Where's the boat? And it's clearly like right in front of them. Why did it take so long to find the goat (laughs) or the boat?
1: Oh, yeah. Either one. Either one. (laughs) This scene, to me, I laughed out loud. This might be the best line in the movie. And I think I relate to it so much. This is something I would do. Once I scammed my fourth grade class, told them I was <laughs> going to build a robot for science. For, I don't know how to build a robot. I don't even think it was possible to build a robot in 1988. But I. With was cardboard able, boxes. Little cardboard boxes, some springs. This mm-hmm. scene was the best. So they're on the shoreline. And, and the island is falling apart because the. Three-headed dinosaur. The three-headed shark has done so much damage. Three-headed dinosaur would be dope. That's yeah, right. The island is collapsing, so the boat is farther offshore. So they have to swim to the boat. Now, Greg, he goes because they're like, "There's no way we can do it." He's like, "Greg, Greg goes, guys, listen, I'm gonna (laughs) do it. I'm gonna swim out to that boat, and I can make it." And I'm going to bring the boat over here, and then we'll be fine. And then Maggie's like, oh, I don't know. And he does. He jumps in the water, and he's swimming. And it's super tense, because we don't know who's going to live or die at this point. They've already just destroyed Persephone. That was shocking. Thought there was going to be the rest of the movie. He's swimming, he's swimming, he's swimming. He gets on the boat. Oh man, that was so close. And then he goes to start it, and the piece of shot won't start. (laughs) So then he goes, so then he goes, okay. And and he's like, guys, don't worry. And he gives this little, like, maybe 30 second speech. He goes, guys, listen, I'm going to get this boat running. You guys be safe. We're gonna get right over there. And then he walks over. I was laughing so hard. So he's already swam this whole distance. He gets on the boat. It won't start his boat. This is the uh, Greenpeace boat, by the way. Right. He opens up the hood. He looks <laughs> into the engine, and then it cuts to him going, "I don't even know where to start." <laughs> and and they cuts back to the people on land, and they all just kind of, uh, like they all are instantly. Why deflated. did Greg
0: go first? What so the fuck?
1: funny so funny yeah yeah. i love that scene
0: i actually wrote in my notes lol all over that scene it was brilliant yeah because i was like wait so don't go out there okay he's gonna go out there fine 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 and then i was like they're just gonna go out and swim out there one by one no that's stupid they won't do that he's gonna get them back no they all go one by one One swimming back there (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and they get to that, yeah. It's re- that's really when I think the movie starts to show how dumb it is. Like yeah. at this point, it's kind of become wild. Like we've lost the two sets that it's already started, and now we're seeing we can be. When you're someone's watching a movie, you can watch an absurd movie, Griffin's attack a town, two headed shark attack. As long as the characters are making smart decisions,
0: mm-hmm. these
1: characters for the rest of their movie are swimming by themselves something happens and if this is the reason they say the boat can't get close enough to the shore otherwise it'll run aground well that shark didn't have a hard time jumping 50 feet in the air and landing i think you can get a little bit closer and then they
0: actually show an an underwater scene of the boat and there's at least like eight feet underneath it you know it's the little things that make me happy
1: yes Not having to swim an additional 10 feet when a three-headed shark is chasing you. (laughs) That would make me happy.
0: And while some of them are swimming to the boat, the shark is clearly behind it. But they're swimming really fast, so they can get away. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
1: This is where we lose Omar. He's swimming after the filthy girl. The filthy girl, she goes, I can't stand the suspense. I got to get on the (laughs) boat. She goes, we're all going to die on this island. So she jumps in the water and Omar goes after her. And I didn't expect Omar to die so early. Oh, Um,
0: God. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bummer because I had completely forgotten who he was until you mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he would have been a great addition to this movie if he was in it.
1: And then the filthy girl gets on the boat. She's still filthy, even though she just swam 50 (laughs) yards in water. She's still gross. And then you have Maggie and the two professors, which Maggie had the great line. Because now the boat can't get close enough. The shark is going to eat one of the three people. And so Maggie, who's the intern at Persephone, which doesn't exist anymore, she goes, I will swim in this direction so you two can continue your research. It's like what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. That might just kind of. That's such a bizarre sacrifice. They didn't seem like they were saving anything. They were studying a garbage <laughs> patch. <laughs> right. What's really going to happen to the world if they die? That They'll find trust. another
0: garbage patch, and someone else will research this. Is what to, I that's think yes. going to happen. That's what will happen. Also, like the professor's death was the most martyred death in this movie. It was ridiculous. She didn't need to die. No. And like the whole death scene was like her arms out, like, I'm Jesus and I'm gonna <laughs> die. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, and that was, again, that's a great point. That was the start of they didn't need to do that death. Right. Yeah.
0: Which you gotta have. You gotta have them. And okay, so now they got their CB going and then they're getting away from Persephone and they're on the wrong channel. And they are told they're on the wrong channel. They need to find, uh, what's it called?
1: The Coast Guard.
0: Yeah, the Coast Guard. They need to find Coast Guard, but instead they get Machete.
1: Yes, Uh, yes, Danny Triejo, who always makes movies better. Like, he's great. Even in Asylum films, he's so good. Yeah.
0: Totally agree. And he's like, "Uh, you guys, this is the wrong channel. Just go to a different channel. But instead, they have this long conversation, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll help you guys. What's up? They're just fishing. Well, okay. What? Are they fishing? Or are they trying to get like, they all look sketchy and they had big guns with them. Were they trying to get cocaine out of the ocean or were they fishing?
1: That's so funny that there was your back. First off, I, when they first cut to Danny Trejo and the two hunkiest sailors just <laughs> standing there, they're just like these tall, muscular dudes on the back of his boat. I'm like, what? My story, my, so funny. My backstory was they were mercenaries on vacation. I don't know why I thought that. I figured they had just done, like, some Expendables-type mission, and Danny's like, hey, you want to go? I got a boat. Let's go down to the garbage patch. (laughs) Let's go down to where all these mutant fish are growing. And Because they were armed for bear, like, later on in the movie. They have yes. the weapons that would make you think drug dealers or mercenaries but the reason I guess I don't I, I don't know most Colombian drug dealers would be like oh forget the forget the cocaine let's go help these kids <laughs> like, I think they'd be more mission focused
0: okay but, that's totally fair that's totally fair yeah but now it was I really mysterious. Wanna, it yeah. was and I really want to watch that movie now where it's mercenaries <laughs> that are going fishing and then helping these kids because that would be have awesome. been amazing
1: yes yes.
0: And they're okay, so they're trying to, they're trying to explain to Danny Trejo what's going on, and he's basically like, okay, here's the deal, um, this three headed shark attacked everyone, everyone's dead at this one place, so now they're making, we are making the shark follow us to more populated area. Can you help us out? <laughs> maybe don't, maybe don't do that. Maybe yeah, don't. yeah. All right.
1: There's other islands that you can go to that aren't currently seeking. You could probably just. Try to get on land. Yeah, it was a bizarre... That whole thing, like, obviously, it would have been... What I don't understand in horror movies... Happens all the time. You call 911, call the Coast Guard, call Danny Trejo, and you tell them what happened. You say, I was just at this underwater facility and a three-headed shark attack. and they go, three-headed shark? What are you joking? <laughs> i click... Just make a story up. Be like, oh, my God, there was a horrible explosion. And all these people are burning to death. Call. Oh, no one's going to laugh at you, right? Almost no. You're an insane person. You, Me- you could have just said a one-headed shark. They're like, exactly. that's weird. He said one-headed. Or Not three just, one-headed. <laughs> or <"Your> three <laughs> one-headed sharks, yes. They're like, they're well. just sharks, bro. You don't have to say it. Only, <laughs> but, yeah, why do you, they say what attacked them? No one's going to believe you. But Danny Triejo, mercenary on vacation, mm. just overthrew some corrupt government. Mm -hmm. Um, He believes them. And he does take the rest of the movie. His boat is that slow.
0: (laughs) It takes him forever. It takes him forever. And they show the the teens, we'll call them teens, going to this party boat that they call the yacht. But clearly Steamboat Willie is working that job. Like that is a steamboat. And it takes like once they get there, they're like, "Okay, we got to go. And all this stuff happens, blah, blah, blah and then they go we have to go back to persephone and it takes them like five minutes yeah so where what what is the geographical like what's the map of this place because i can't figure out why it took so long to get everywhere and the physics and the geography of this movie are upsetting to me i'm sorry
1: they're gonna have to come out with one of those like illustrated guides the (laughs) three-headed sharks like all the production notes and maps of the area so we can really like be a part of the lore
0: Someone needs to make a Minecraft map of it for me. That
1: would be awesome. Yes, yes, <laughs> with the three-headed sharks floating around. That'd be totally awesome. So
0: they get to the party boat, and uh, man, that is a party boat.
1: Again, I was sitting there watching this, and I said, and I, it's 38 minutes in, a whole new cast is introduced. The The great thing about Three-Headed Shark Attack, it it is one bloody afternoon. It is just... Yeah. It might be filmed in real time, for all I know. It may be some (laughs) art project. But the movie is never boring. The second you start to go, oh, now the movie's just going to be them on the boat, they introduce 50 new victims. 50 new people just show up on a party barge. It is like this old-timey steamboat Willie barge. And I was like, bravo film. Like Now I knew a ton (laughs) of people were going to get killed.
0: There are so many times I'm watching an asylum movie, and... Like, a good 45 minutes being generous through, I'll be like, I need to stop. I'm so bored. I need to yes. go do something. Not here. Not at all. Nope. It was just Mm-mm. one thing after another, and I yeah. ooh, love it. So then, like, the pilots or drivers or what do they call them on boats, they're like... Captains. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yep. Uh, <laughs> these damn kids get so crazy on these things. You just wait, dude, because they're going to get crazier. Rosemary, I guess, is one one of the new characters. Fake Coast Guard is still talking to Danny Dre- Trejo when he could, you know, they've established what's happening. Go do this, Danny. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to now connect with the Coast Guard since you've told me I'm on the wrong frequency. <laughs> yeah, yes. But instead, this second part is left out completely because that would be too convenient, which I appreciate. I love a, a nice hole there.
1: It's funny because they could have shown... The Coast Guard does eventually show up, but they could have shown them come up. That's just something else for the shark to eat. Like, even if it was right. just a CGI boat, just add that in. That was... Again, the characters doing... Well, fine, if you're on the line, maybe you can help. Maybe you happen to have automatic weapons.
0: Right. And also, it could have been a Return of Living Dead situation where the zombies call for more cops. <laughs> and we yes, get yes. P- more Coast Guard.
1: More Coast Guard. More Coast Guard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy the introduction of Rob Van Dam now 38 minutes in he finally showed up
0: So good. I had no idea who he was. I had to look him up. But goddamn he was the best. He had the best lines in this movie hands down. Everything that came out of his mouth was gold.
1: I love it cuz we're watching it the first time and we go, "Where's Rob Van Dam?" Cuz he's huge. And so you—he's all these skinny people in Persephone, and all these tiny people <laughs> here and there. And the first time you see Rob Van Dam, it's a group shot, and he's running down the hallway. Um, and you're like, "Where is he running to?" We don't introduce to this. This is Wrestling Star. This is one of the reasons why we rented the movie. To be honest, Rob Van Dam and a three-headed shark. And then he shows up, and then he's just—he's just a hunk of meat. Oh, like he yeah. does say the weirdest things and he towers yeah. over the cast and.
0: Didn't he Bizarre. also save what's her name? The girl in the sarong who had yes. been jolted off and her boyfriend's just kind of holding on to her with one hand. Yes. Disregarding his second hand. Like that's fine. Yes, I yes. could probably get it with one hand. So Rob was like, I got this.
1: Except the fiance. Her out yeah. Yeah. True love. Maybe Done. he was her soulmate all along.
0: I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> Oh, as they keep mentioning they like the back and forth between the first group of people. They mention so many times how they just watched all their friends die. Yeah. First off, you watched a couple people die. Yeah. And you had just met all of them.
1: You guys <laughs> were not. That's still super besties. tragic. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I just saw someone get shot. Spe- how well did you know them? <laughs> Let's be you specific to them? To them here. <laughs> Well, you didn't know him that well, Jason. Get over it. <laughs> Some stranger sad. whose head exploded next to you. I know, look, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. If
0: you, look, if you've seen someone die, you better know him really well. Otherwise, you're getting no sympathy from me. Okay,
1: okay. There we go. <laughs> that's the moral of created shark attack. But they do. There are constantly. That one gross girl is pretty much in a state of shock for the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, she doesn't ever no. seem to come around, Yeah.
0: Her brain broke from all of this. Yes, yes. I mean, that's totally fair. Everything's going down. Three-headed shark is going to attack this steamboat, and the thing has no lifeboats, which seems like a bad idea. I don't know if that's normal, but it seems like a bad idea. It's highly
1: illegal. It's highly illegal. You cannot operate a boat without enough lifeboats to carry all the passengers plus, like, 10 or something like that.
0: They probably didn't have a liquor license either, to be fair. Probably not.
1: But what I don't understand is Asylum, make CGI lifeboats and have people get killed. Instead, what they did was the shark... We skipped a point, too. The reason why the shark is attacking the steamboat is because all of the people throwing beer cans off of the boat. (laughs) We learn now, for the first time, 38 minutes in, the three-headed shark is addicted (laughs) to trash because it grew up in the trash patch. Yes. So the reason why it's left our heroes, quote unquote, heroes alone is because so many people are throwing nondescript uh, generic beer cans <laughs> into the water. The shark is chasing the boat and the shark attacks the boat multiple remember, times. Do you remember
0: beer, generic beer, B-E-E-R? Yes. Classic marketing. Anyway,
1: continue. The shark is attacking the boat. More generic beer cans falling everywhere. <laughs> It's attacking this ferry, and we get a shot of the damage he's done. It's like a bunch of bloody people laying on the deck mm-hmm. of the boat. Yeah, yeah. Asylum, you should have filmed them getting into lifeboats and the shark eating them. You could have had blood all over the water. CGI blood doesn't cost you anything.
0: Yeah, if yeah. having the lifeboats and getting people in the lifeboats would have been a very stupid idea for those characters, but would have been very nice for us. Yes. The viewer. Yeah.
1: Um, And yeah, we just have this weird setup. But on the boat, we're on this boat now and it's getting assaulted and our main characters are now jumping onto the boat Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. to save people.
0: Right before that, they, what's her name? Maggie is like, we got to save these people. And everyone else is like, dude, we should just get out of here. We don't want to die. And Maggie's Mm -hmm. like, we got to save these people which she kind of changes her mind at the end, but that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Well, the
1: person who's trying to convince her really not to save the people is Greg. And again, right. that different And method- that's the whole method- switcheroo
0: yeah. that you were talking yeah. about earlier.
1: Also, we missed this part. It didn't make no sense. I don't know a lot about boat safety, but before the shark attacks the boat, the steamboat's going down the river... Uh-huh. And there's someone swimming next to it. Remember, there was the woman swimming next to the boat with her like dime store got like she had like on the cheap scuba gear with like the little breathing tube. And she goes, hey, guys, she's like <laughs> waving at the boat and they see the shark eat her. You just can't swim next to a paddle boat.
0: No, aren't you going to get like pulled into yes. like a wake or something? And that yes. seems like a horrible
1: idea. So that was the introduction to this. And then the shark attacks and people start getting falling down and. Her fiancé falls into some horrible tunnel of darkness and death. No, that was like the bar. He (laughs) falls
0: through a door and the door closes. And then Rob and Maggie, I don't remember Rob's character's name. They just look through the window of the door and they're like, oh, crap. (laughs) He went through that door.
1: <laughs> they filmed it like the camera was at a slant. There was like steam everywhere. I thought he was getting like eaten by the alien. And then when the door right. slammed shut, it's like a supernatural uh-huh. movie. And then they just, you're right, they just open the door and just walk in. And they find him underneath oh, the table.
0: Oh, but wait, first the original Scooby gang come and they're like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, Howard's in there. And then oh, yes. Gross Girl is like, how long has Howard been there? I was like, do you know Howard? Like the way she said it, it was like, "Did were you missing Howard? Because you just got here. It was great. And then they because just open the it. door and get him.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's He'd, like no big deal. But they shot it like he's like, no! he's like sliding backwards. <laughs> sliding backwards.
0: It was great. I thought for sure he was in there forever. But no, they yeah. just needed to open the door.
1: Yeah. This, to me, I thought was the most terrifying scene in the movie. And it really set up the characters of Greg and Maggie, that difference in them, which I can't believe we're talking about it on like that level. But the professor on the bow of the ship, what's the front part? Is that the bow? The pointy part of the boat, the front part. Mm. Yep. The shark is tip the boat because it's massive. I don't think we've really, this isn't a normal size shark. Like this boat, this shark is huge Mm -hmm. and it's halfway on the boat and all three mouths are chomping. Nom, 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 nom. And Maggie is holding one of the professor's arms. Yes. And Greg is holding the other professor's arm. Yes. And they're both barely holding on. And that shark, and I, dude, sound design, that shark sounded terrifying. I was, when yeah. I was watching the movie, I thought, that kid is shit in his pants. Like, all of them are. <laughs> but how loud must it be to hear three sharks, arr, 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 Knowing you're really seconds away from Oblivion. Like, it was a really yeah. creepy scene. The CGI was awful, but... um, And who lets go of the hand first? Greg. I don't remember. Of course Greg it was fucking is, Greg. Greg is constantly saying, we need to save ourselves. And when I saw it, I thought he was going to try to do a trick to get him another angle. No, he straight up just... There's a close-up of him letting go. Because he realized it was either him... Or all three of us, but then he didn't tell. He didn't tell Maggie she keeps holding <laughs> on, and then she just loses her grip. But Greg the whole, is a wiener. Well, he just has different methodology. He goes, good. and they both end up in the same place, even though they both make radically different de- decisions.
0: He, he had will to not grow. Say- he had to grow to get there, because otherwise he was just a straight up wiener.
1: He probably is a bit of a wiener, but <laughs> he at this point he's still alive. Right. So, is he is he a right wiener? Is he is he a good wiener (laughs) or a bad wiener? We do not know. And then, uh, did you want to introduce us to the best stunt in the movie?
0: Um, you know what? You sound like you're ready to go, so please do.
1: Dude, that loser. He was basically like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. He was totally nondescript the whole movie. He was one of the Earth First guys. He was Greg's buddy. The one that when Great oh! goes, oh, I used to know. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, has yeah,
0: yeah, the
1: yeah. coolest stunt in the movie. Yeah, yeah. They shot it practically. I know that they shot that. I don't know for sure, but it looks like they shot this. This stupid boat has like a, a ramp that you use to get on board piers. Right. So it has this long, giant ramp. It looks like a narwhal horn, but it's you're not going to appear. So it's sticking kind of up in the air. Like, I don't know. It's 45 degree angle or something like that. I just had to go through
0: some of my notes because um, yeah. we already talked about it. And I'm finally on board with what, which stunt you're talking about right now. And holy shit, please continue. It's great.
1: Yes. So <clears throat> the decision now is they've decided... There's about 30 people wounded on the boat. They've decided to leave them there. The boat's going to sink. And the crew, the Scooby gang, has now split up into two boats. One of them is this little... Fishing tackle boat that they found somehow, and the other one is the Greenpeace boat. And Shaggy goes, guys, again, because people are constantly making decisions. I'll stay behind. I'll distract the three-headed shark while you guys get away. Okay, we've done this multiple times before. But he takes an axe. Shaggy takes an axe. And the one runs. that Rob was
0: holding. Rob yeah, had grabbed Rob, it.
1: Rob and he had like, grabbed the I'll axe earlier. Yeah. yeah. And as the people are getting in the boats to go to take off. He runs up the gangplank. He's running up, and it's like slow motion. The music's swelling. He's running up at this 45-degree angle, and he jumps, and it is a shot of a man flying through the air into a lake, holding an axe high above his head. It's a great shot it's a great stunt and then the very next scene completely ruins it you laugh out loud and as he's running you're like well this is a real noble death like this guy's actually going to try to kill this thing right the very next scene though <laughs> the very next scene is something out <laughs> of happy days where the axe is clearly stuck in this thing's head he can't let go for some reason and he's riding the shark around the lake and he's like oh And it totally just, I would have loved it if they just didn't show, if you just didn't show that asylum, it would have been like, oh, he died. No, totally disagree. I love
0: that so much. It made me laugh so fucking (laughs) hard. I love it so much.
1: It is hilarious. Like that is maybe something you want. From a storytelling thing, I don't think they were going for, now we want the audience (laughs) to laugh out loud. And it was just so, just like, oh, the axe, bro. He's like, no, oh, my hands. And then it it eats him. (laughs) And then it turns out oh, yeah, to be yeah, shaggy. Yeah. But what a great! That was a great death. You really know what gross. they did?
0: Um, I did a uh, Planet Dune a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. There is an almost identical scene in that, where someone has a hook like a battering or something, and he jumps on top of this sandworm, and he's like, "Look, I can control it." And he's like moving this hook around, and he's trying to get someone to join him on the back of the sandworm. That's worm. awesome it was probably my favorite scene of the movie anytime you like stab something and write it i'm there there you go that's gonna be a new thing
1: in asylum movies because they're gonna want to this podcast (laughs) is gonna blow up and they're gonna have to start like (laughs) getting you on board
0: catering to my whims yes
1: yes there'll be a whole (laughs) thing called mongolian death worm writing and the whole thing is about (laughs) a group of teens trapped in mongolian desert yes with hooks
0: So now they're going through the water and they're like, okay, we just got to get land or something. We need to find land. But it bothered me that as they were saying that, you could see land on both sides of them. There's an island over there and an island. Maybe they're on a gulf. I don't know. But there was clearly land everywhere.
1: Yeah, they kept showing us these aerial shots of the crescent shaped island. Yeah, I could never tell if that was where the Persephone, I think that's where Persephone was, but I thought they had left that area and were just going down the river. So it was weird why you didn't Photoshop out the land.
0: There's one part where they kept saying, oh, we finally found land. It's up ahead. And they would show shots of it mixed in with it. And every time they showed the island, it looked completely different. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I want this Minecraft map. I want to see what's going on. That would be awesome. (laughs) And then someone asks, when is this thing going to give up? And I believe it's Rob who says, why should it? It's winning. (laughs) Thumbs up.
1: (laughs) That is a great line. That is a great line. And it's true. It was winning at this point. It massacred. Mm -hmm. Uh, This probably has one of the biggest death counts I've seen for an asylum movie.
0: Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, I don't know if I could say that, but, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, At one point, I started to notice that, and I guess I noticed it before, but I really took note that the shark heads kind of hate each other. And I was like, man, I love that, and I hope that they kill itself. And no spoilers, but anyway.
1: That Um, wasn't, you start to see them knocking their heads around, and it wouldn't make sense. Three brothers, three triplets. Exactly. Not liking each other? All siblings
0: hate each other, right? Yes. Right? Right? Okay. (laughs) Oh, then I wrote it's like inside each of us are three sharks. One is evil, one is good, (laughs) and one enjoys a great pair of slacks at a reasonable (laughs) price. There you go. (laughs) That is awesome. Oh, it was so hilarious. Anyway, Machete's finally here. We've been waiting for him forever. Does he have a name in this movie? I don't remember. Um,
1: I don't know. Coast Guard. Coast Guard Officer Number One.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, So they find him and they're like, whoa, it's a 300 shark. That's crazy. And the two guys that are not machetes start shooting him, which is awesome. I love when they're shooting shark in a gulf. How easy could that be?
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, of course, they die. Uh, My favorite way when they're standing next to each other and the yeah, shark just on that is on them. the
1: best they're just lined up in a that's the first the first rule of directing a stage play <laughs> don't have everyone stand in a line but that should because be a, caveat. a shark will get you yes yes just in case the shark comes down from the ceiling it'll eat you all this scene broke my brain <laughs> i remember the first time i watched it i remember i paused it and uh, I, I didn't understand it. I rewound it. And I had to keep rewinding it to the point that my brother and my mom were like, knock stop. it off. <laughs> it was like I was I was like Nicolas Cage in that movie 8mm. I was just watching the footage <laughs> over and over again. Machete is alone on the boat. His two mm-hmm. comrades have been killed. Yes. And the shark is trying to get into his boat. And they keep cutting to the people on the beach looking out at just the lake. <laughs> And there's nothing in the lake, but they're like, oh, no, oh, no, look at the shark. And then they cut to Machete shooting through his window to hit the shark, and the bullets smash the window, and the yes, shark's getting in. And mm-hmm. then you cut back to the beach, and they're like, oh, man, he's out of bullets. What's he going to do now? And it cuts back to Machete, and he pulls out a... What? What's machete? he pull out? What? He pulls what? out a machete, I know. What? And he proceeds to chop off one of the shark's heads. And it it's great. He's just hacking, so hacking, good. hacking. The shark can't do anything. It's kind of stuck on the boat. I mean, it was a long, it was
0: a long beheading. He had to really hack at that for a while. He did.
1: That head was like the size of like a tractor tire. Yeah, I
0: exactly. that.
1: And then this is where it was almost like a cursed image. Like I could see my astral self sitting next to me on the couch and <laughs> being like, I don't get it either. <laughs> the next shot we're showing is the boat that had not been the, in, in any previous scenes is now two feet mm-hmm. from the beach. Yeah. There is a giant CGI blob. I mean, this <laughs> this image is shown for like four fifths of a second. It is so weird. You see, yeah. all of a sudden, there's a boat with a giant blob on it, and it's does it, the boat CGI the blob. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I can't even explain. Did that hurt your eyes when that happened? Is that just me? Um, the, you mean that shark that was like
0: kind of on and kind of off the boat, and it just kind yes. of like. It kind of like did this weird, like stumbling, That's... falling thing. So you're it's like, oh, so... it's really dead now.
1: It's that... we- it was just so weird and it was so unexpected because they kept showing us a shot of an empty lake and then all of a sudden it's right here. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But yes, no, no, no. The shark, it's a shark. Fully it's not you. Yeah. And okay, okay. at some
0: point they were like, and I don't know where this happens, but they're like, okay, it wakes up, fine, whatever spoiler bleh. But they're like, well, now we know that every time we cut off a head, more heads appear. And I was like, do we know that? When did that happen? They didn't. No. I did not see that mm-hmm. at all until they actually showed it later. Yes. I was like, wait, what? You what did you just say? Because that is crazy. That's not how science works. Right. I don't know.
1: No. No, they had done that a couple times. They had said, oh, no, the island's sinking. But they had not seen any proof that the island was sinking in the beginning. And then when they called up Machete, they said, oh, no, something horrible happened. He goes, what do you mean attack? Yes. Like, I'm starting to think Machete's behind it. He know more about it. He's letting on. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she goes, oh, no, it grows more heads. And I was like, what? And then they show it is growing. Four more heads.
0: No, it's three more heads. Is
1: it three more? So I'm now it has a total sure. of five heads. Okay. Right. It was just a bunch of little heads where a giant head used to be. And again, I don't that's not how brains work. You
0: that's don't not know how anything works. It's right? because yeah, of I can the trash.
1: The trash it is true, the trash patch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they decide that garbage is going to save the day. So they need yes. to go back to the Persephone where there's lots of garbage because it's garbage pile place.
1: This, again, is where I was shocked. Because we're now maybe 20 minutes from the ending. Mm -hmm. We have two boats. We have the boat with Rob and Greg and uh, Maggie on it. So all of our main characters. Yep. And then we have another boat with everyone else who survived (laughs) up to this point. And... On the one, they see the shark is chasing the other boat full Mm -hmm. of all of the side characters. Yeah. And then we see Maggie going like, look out, there's a shark behind you, there's a shark behind you, The shark. And then it cuts to the other boat and they go, what's she saying? (laughs) Right. Now here's the thing, I'm going to assume it's probably shark related, right? (laughs) Just a guess. Just a guess. If you see someone waving, if you've been attacked by a shark for the past two hours, and now someone is out of earshot, you're going to assume it's shark related, but...
0: I'm pretty sure they're asking for a lunch order. I'm not
1: sure. Yes, exactly. Who wants sushi? <laughs> uh, they didn't have walkie-talkies or cell phones or anything like that. And then the 300 shark destroys that boat, kills the fiance, kills the remaining Scooby gang, mm-hmm. uh, kills the gross girl, everyone yep. who survived up to this point. That was shocking. I yeah. figured they might die, or maybe not. Like at this, But at that point, they were just dead.
0: I'd given up all hope that those people would be dead because they really needed to be dead.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: But So that made me really happy that it was just like one and done. Thank you.
1: It, it, and it was weird that the fiance even lived that long because that, she was introduced so late oh, into the movie. Oh,
0: my God. those That couple I hated so much. They were just like dead weight. Ugh, I can't even go any further than dead fucking weight. Ugh.
1: But lo- Oh, and we missed it. When they went to the island where Machete was at, that's where they met the insane <gasps> oh, guy. Yeah. We totally did miss where, that. He was, like, running around the island. He's like, did he kill you? Did he kill you? Is he st- it's been three hours, bro. Like, he hasn't <laughs> been trapped on this island for years. I mean, he did see all I of mean, his friends killed, but he he's He did insane. look like it, but yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're like, well, where are all the boats? And he's just like, over there. And they're like, no, you need to show us. He's like, that's a tiny island. Just go where he's going.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is where they got two boats. I had mentioned they got two boats earlier, but I don't think that's... But yeah, this is where they get separated on two boats. And the crazy guy gets in the boat with none none of the... This is where my brain started to frizzle out too. I remember how it ended because I do remember this. I remember they came up with a plan to get him back to the trash patch. Right. The group splits onto two boats Right. And the one boat blows up and then the other boat happens to have eight bags of trash on it.
0: <gasps> okay, yeah, because that's where yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, for whatever reason. And instead of like opening them up and emptying the garbage out into the water, he's going to like he's going to make it safe and uh smell-proof by just throwing the huge garbage bags out into the ocean to be followed, which works great for him.
1: Well, but you the- know, it- that's f- so funny. I'm thinking the same thing, but you know why they did that for a reasonable level? Because there was no way they were going to have Rob Van Dam litter, like literally, like throwing out Taco Bell wrappers yeah. and beer cans all afternoon, paying some intern to go and have to fish out these cans. Yeah, yep. um, yeah, it was yep. great though, because yeah, he's like he had eight bags of trash, and that's as many as he needed apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's like just ah uh, splat, and they just would float there. Yes, And the shark would eat him. Yep. The shark was very polite and he was oh, eating this trash. It was beautiful. He just was having a nice time. Loved but, it.
0: So then Rob had to like throw out the last bag of trash and he just wasn't yes. paying attention. No. And he didn't let go soon enough. So one of the many heads bit off his hand.
1: Yes, it's gone. Which,
0: oh, that was so sweet. But he didn't yeah. need to do that. Like
1: oh no. right
0: after that, he's like, I'm not going to survive. I'm just going to do this. And he dies by water slide. Which made that was me, the best. That made me laugh so hard. He's like,
1: what a I'm yeah!" Of he's... I'm
0: going to sacrifice myself by getting off this boat through this really fun water slide. I'll see you guys. Yes, it was awesome. Again, <laughs> totally
1: ruined the moment. It was funny, but he goes, yeah, maybe I'll give you guys a chance. And then he, <laughs> he just kind of tumbles down a fun little slide. And then a guy, Gray goes, oh no, I'm gonna rescue him. And how does he rescue him? <laughs> same he goes on the down way. the slide too. He runs, Wee! splashes others, oh, other ways to jump oh, in the boat.
0: So good. Um, I loved it so much. That was my favorite sacrificial death, I guess.
1: A hundred percent. They need to do that more in movies where like in Platoon, where he's like, I'm going <laughs> to stay behind. and goes into a slide into the Vietnamese jungle. And then this is, yeah.
0: And anyway. also he totally did not need to sacrifice himself. He could have nope. lived. And I bet that saltwater really hurt his hand too. His ex
1: Yes, I would imagine so if all of the nerve endings weren't completely <laughs> severed and he had the fact that he's missing a hand. But yeah, he... Again didn't have to sacrifice himself. But no, he did. And they get survive. to the garbage patch. Yeah.
0: And uh, Greg is trying to swim after him and Rob like he's like, No, fuck off, I'm gonna kill myself. And oh. he punches him in the face. Yes, and it <laughs> knocks him like briefly.
1: <laughs> that was insane. You just killed him.
0: You yes. basically just killed him. I mean it didn't die, but they should have eaten Greg too
1: but they didn't. That was insane. It has three heads. they Or at this point, five heads. They keep asking, acting like, it can only eat one of us at a time. No, it can eat three <laughs> of you at a time. It's demonstrated that. So when people go, I'll stay behind, it only buys them a couple minutes at best.
0: No, yeah, it was stupid. And he made it worse by like, being in the water instead of just taking off. It was stupid. Like Greg t- going in the water and taking off. Yeah. Um, And we're pretty much at the end here because then they're at the like, they're at Trash Island, yes. and, and a three-headed, five-headed shark guy, he's like, all right, I'm here, I'm home, I'm happy, now I'm going to tear my heads off.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> it's too much trash, he can't control it. So he starts eating at his own heads, which you would think would just create more, more heads.
0: Yes, as, I mean, as previously noted earlier in this conversation, once you take a head off, more grow. But yeah. that wasn't the case here this is why maybe if it's self-inflicted they don't grow more heads
1: we'll have to wait for the illustrated guide for the lore on how that (laughs) works i want i want to build like a model set of trash island and have like little miniature figures yes yes put that on my to-do list
0: um but that was okay well here's my question about that right now um so if they had never left persephone would any of this happen? Could they just been like, he'll he'll tire himself out? Because they just ended you know, up
1: the same place they started. That's difficult to say. I would assume that maybe he's like a little kid and he needed to run around and get some energy out <laughs> before he got on But you're right. Yeah, if they had just stayed at the guard, well, they would have all been killed. Uh, but it probably wouldn't have murdered all these other people. Like they did right. lead it on a path. You're right. If they had just let it kill them, The one thing that I liked about the three headed shark was that he was a threat Mm -hmm. steamboat didn't. And they kept saying that they go, if he did that to Persephone, what's he going to do to this boat? There's a lot of shark movies where they're in the boat and they're safe. And the shark's slowly doing things or the shallows, which is an amazing shark movie where she's on the reef and the water's getting higher and higher. So there's a limited amount of time. This one, the shark is so powerful. You can only outrun it and outlast it. Right, um, that was great. Yeah, they missed a great opportunity at the ending when that Coast Guard plane is flying overhead to have a bigger shark jump out and eat the plane.
0: Arr! Yes!
1: That's what yes. I was hoping. My yeah.
0: business cards have an image from Mega Shark versus Oc- Mega Octopus or whatever that movie is called. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's just a shark with its mouth around a 747 yes, yes. commercial lane. Awesome. Beautiful. that's what they should have done, they should, that's fine. We still have sequels. We still, we still get more of this. And then it ends with the best line, the most logical line of the movie. Get your feet out of the water as they're sitting on the deck.
1: Yeah. And it's a laugh line, but then you remember this thing can destroy steamboats. So whether or not your feet are in the water is kind of irrelevant. It was like a funny line. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much I'd be joking if I just spent three hours <laughs> running away from a giant monster who murdered all of my friends. They're not your friends. You people. just met
0: them. <laughs>
1: well, maybe it's just maybe I was just walking by the. Imagine that you're like walking by a party as a lion's chasing you, and the lion peels off and goes into the wedding party, and then thirty minutes later you see it coming after you again. You're you didn't know those guys, but you're gonna feel bad for them.
0: They're not my friends. I don't care.
1: That's true. That's true. What's
0: the? Po- I don't understand. That's true. I have no empathy. So that's it. Do you have any final words on this masterpiece?
1: Uh, No, I think I would classify it as a masterpiece in Mm -hmm. the sense that Asylum really pulled out all the stops. This could have eased... Aquarium of the Dead, which I had seen and I had listened to your episode last night. They did shoot it during COVID. They shot it during the lockdown. They said, what type of script can we have take place in an aquarium? They wrote it. The film was shot in like six, seven days. That's definitely a way to make a movie, and they yeah. made their money back. And I'm sure they had a lot of fun making that movie, too, oh, and I never yeah. want to discount that. These absolutely. guys probably had a ball. Mm-hmm. Hanging out on a boat, you're hanging out with a bunch of young, beautiful people, and then you're swimming. You get to pretend. I'm sure they all have a ball. Everyone oh, from the top yeah. down. I think all but, of
0: these movies look like a blast to make. They absolutely. just look like so much fun. I totally Super appreciate fun. that.
1: I would. This movie took effort. Like yeah. this movie, they changed the sets multiple times. They had a huge cast. A mm-hmm. really, really big cast. And the bigger the cast in a horror movie, the more people who can get killed. So I always yeah. appreciate that <laughs> as a horror fan. And I do I've watched the other Shark Attack movies mm-hmm. and they're not as good or bad as this one. Yeah. Um and yeah, and Christopher Ray, Chris Ray as a director, has gotten better in his later <laughs> movies as well. So that's good, right? Yeah. As a bad movie fan, I think we want to keep watching bad movies. But at the same time, (laughs) you hope that these directors get better and just more bad directors come on the scene.
0: Yeah, and you could totally see that he could do way better than what he was given. He had talent. He had genuine talent for this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a
1: better name for this movie? Uh, Three-Headed Shark Attack is so beautiful. Like It is 100% what it is. And if you say it... Everyone goes, oh, that sounds stupid. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The only one I could come up with was Garbage Island, but...
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You could have three-headed shark attack, colon, Garbage Island. (laughs) But that's not a very evocative place. That's not a place I want to go. No. How about this? Yeah. Machete versus shark. (gasps) Oh, that's good, too. There you go. Or machete versus the three-headed shark. I guess now you're getting a copyright infringement. But. Garbage patch. (laughs) <laughs> mutant merc mutants from the merc or you know garbage patch
0: shark kids i oh, i got nothing do you have a favorite line from the movie
1: um i i don't even know where to start that that line where he's looking at the engine was my favorite <laughs> line where he goes i don't even know where to start because he was so brave to go out there and the other day I had to replace a battery in a friend of mine's car and I was like, oh, I can totally do it. And I, <laughs> I got it installed, but it took way longer than like a normal person should. Right. So right. I have a tendency to do that. Get out of my way, guys. I'll save the day. And then I get out there and I'm like, I don't know anything about carburetors as so my friends are getting mauled to death. Uh, yeah, I love that line. And I laughed That's out great.
0: loud. Oh, yeah. Same. It was a great line. There were so many great Van Damme lines that it's hard to pick one.
1: He was such a dolt in that movie. I mean, wrestling, he's fine. He's a good actor for being a wrestler. But in sure. this movie, even Greg, a lot of times it looked like everyone thought someone pooped their pants on the set <laughs> and they were trying to figure <laughs> out who it was. You don't know that's not what happened. That's true. That's true. When the dirty guy gets eaten at the very beginning, Greg just kind of has this weird look on his face. He's like puzzled. I, I just, like, just watched saw... that
0: scene like an hour ago and he did. Yeah. It. He just like, oh, that's. that's
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's just... wacky. This guy that I know just got killed. He thought he's going to go play with a whale.
0: Uh, okay. I think that my favorite line was probably, we ran out of garbage. Okay. I don't. Oh, know. yes,
1: yes, yes. No, that was a great line. He had eight bags of it at a certain point. It's like when you hand out Halloween candy, first off you're right. given two pieces of candy and by the end you're just given one. At the end he mm-hmm. should have just been throwing. But what was the boat doing with eight bags of garbage on it either? That was a nice boat
0: that's where they put all their um red cups and uh generic beer cans
1: what was your favorite death
0: oh my god probably the first one uh the first three-headed one because i was not expecting it <laughs> okay, and it was yeah, so yeah. great where they it landed on three people on the beach vertically yes.
1: and yes. then the next
0: shot is them kicking their legs out of its mouth i yes. love that so much
1: lots of limbs lots mm-hmm. they made sure it wasn't like full swallows yeah i'd say the bathroom guy oh yeah i think that's relatable yeah you're you're <laughs> in the bathroom i always think about getting killed in bathrooms like that is something i'm constantly yeah. concerned about i yeah. started off watching ghoulies as a little kid and those creatures <laughs> bit your butt and i but yeah, just sitting there and having... No, you're not a main character. You've mm-hmm. lived your life. The guy had to be in his 50s. He's working at a science mm-hmm. research facility.
0: He looks clearly too old for this shit. In- exactly.
1: <laughs> he's way too old for this shit. And then he's eaten by a shark that he didn't know existed 30 seconds ago. I mean, it's beautiful and, and horrifying.
0: And it has three heads. It's just, just a regular shark. Yeah, and shark. I keep
1: forgetting that. Yeah, it has three heads. I've always realized my life is I'm the guy who dies at the beginning of an X-Files mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> I'm the first five minutes The weird that's um, weird it seems like he got killed by fireflies
0: I see you as more of the friend of the creature that doesn't really realize but still trying to help hide him for a while okay
1: maybe <laughs> and then I get killed
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying Through to hide this firefly stupidity. creature
1: yes yes and <laughs> caring about people but see you want to worry about that you're like I don't know you well enough so you get brutally killed by the fireflies. We're not yeah, friends. Just... Bye. Yeah, we're not friends. <laughs> and also, like, when he when he got bloody, it wasn't just blood on the wall. It's like brain matter. It's like clump, gelatin clumps. <sighs> Asylum movies aren't usually that violent. And that was no. pretty gory. Or Black graphic. Summer was pretty dark and stuff like that. But... Oh, that was
0: good. But yeah. also, the blood in this movie, it usually... I've noticed asylum blood usually just looks like Kool-Aid especially once it's too close but this was surprisingly good and maybe for just the one scene of the guy that went crazy on the island and his hands were just covered in blood yeah. it still looked fake but it still just like was shocking to see cuz it was just like blood everywhere and it still looked wet and viscous and disgusting
1: Yeah, I think the Asylum... I've been watching Asylum movies for years. Mm -hmm. I think they have some good horror chops in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, David Michael Latt, he's been producing these movies from the beginning. And I think they almost... Because they did with Black Summer and Zombie Nation, they tried being more serious horror stuff. And then you have the Sharknado Division... Right. which I know you're a huge fan of Sharknado. I know that you were talking about that about a Aquarius. And I, I actually like the Sharknado movies. I watched them mm-hmm. all. But I understand 100%, and I don't like them... For the same reason you don't like them. I don't like it when they pretend to be bad.
0: Right, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like very self-referential and like... Yeah.
1: Get it? Wink. I know, look at how awful this is. I liked them just because it was something to watch with my family. We have oh, memories yeah. of watching the Sharknado movies. But if you watch the spinoff, Lava Lantula... With Steve Gutenberg, Yeah. What? That's the spinoff of Sharknado and it's not that. It's really gory... Um, it's like a guy just slowly melts. It's like a two minute, maybe a minute long scene where a guy's like, ah, and it's about these giant lava spiders that pop up and it's not tongue in cheek. These things are a threat. They're constantly killing Ugh. people. So it's a horror movie. They do make a reference to Sharknado in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think even when Asylum saw Sharknado and the cultural phenomenon it became, mm-hmm. they made sequels to that. But they have not tried to pivot their entire business towards which I wacky so stuff. appreciate because 100%. I, they
0: could have just been like, "Well, this is how we're making money. Let's do this yeah. nonstop." And they yeah. didn't. And I love them they for it. it.
1: Yeah, Sharknado Seven was actually a really interesting time travel movie, and it was. It started to become just really visually weird. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate Three-Headed Shark more than I appreciate all seven Sharknado movies. Because Three-Headed Shark, they tried really hard. Yeah. They tried really hard. And some of it's shown in other parts of it. You're like, ugh. Oh. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. But I appreciate the hell out of this movie. I was thoroughly entertained. And I can't totally. always say that. Totally. But sometimes.
1: Avengers Grimm. I couldn't even finish that one. Oh God. I couldn't even finish Avengers Grimm.
0: Oh. Oh. Mm. I just released that one yesterday and it was, uh, we watched two separate movies. He watched the okay. sequel and I watched the original one. And I was like, fuck it. Let's just talk about both of them at the same time. Yeah. Cause I don't want to
1: watch the second one. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. I haven't listened to that episode yet. I did see that it had posted and it did look in the description. Like you had watched two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried watching the first Avengers Grimm. I was just super bored. Shut it off.
0: Yeah. It was pretty yeah. boring. And, I mean, I didn't see the second one, but from the gifts I've seen, it looked pretty yeah. interesting. I don't know.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I'll have to check that one out.
0: So, Jason, I am so thrilled to have you here, and I want you to promote everything you need to promote right now.
1: Okay. Um. Well, I my name is Jason Carpenter. I'm the host of Dead Rabbit Radio, the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast, and... We've been putting out episodes for about three years, so if you want a big back catalog, uh, take a listen.
0: Best part. Not the best part,
1: but I love that you have a huge catalog. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I don't understand why people put stuff behind paywalls. I think it totally is not fair to the new listeners. Agreed. Yeah. You can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. or on YouTube. Uh, Maybe if you live near me, you'll hear me walking down the street talking about ghosts and goblins because I do that as well. But yeah, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, check out Dead Rabbit Radio. I, it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun recording it, and I love sharing the stories of weirdness and spooky news with everybody.
0: I This is how I know you is through that podcast, and I love it so much. It was the brightest start to my day every single day, and you always okay. talk about shit that I'd never heard of and some that I had, but you always put a really great like spin on it. Not spin, but like... You always had something really interesting to add to it, and it's really funny and fun, and everyone should go listen to it, especially the ones where he mentions my name. Thank you. (laughs) Which has been a couple
1: times.
0: (laughs) That's our time together, Jason. Thank you a billion times. This is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's been awesome.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on the asylum case studies special thanks to jason carpenter host of dead rabbit radio go ahead and check the show notes on how you can find him and his exceptionally entertaining show and a very handsome and talented andy slater our mixer and engineer extraordinaire Make sure to visit us at asylumpod.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever, so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out, too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm the Slater. And oh my god, where do I start?